You are now in tune with the Talkin' Reggae podcast. As always, I am Jay of Street Level Uprising. Took a couple weeks off from the podcast, had some stuff going on, went back to Lawrence, Kansas, where Street Level Uprising is based, played a show, uh, took the kids back there to our old home for spring break, hung out with my mom, uh, hung out with some friends, of course, spent some good quality time with my fellow bandmates in Street Level. And while I normally have guests on the podcast, I don't know, sometimes I just feel like talking for a little bit. So that's what I'm doing here. One of the reasons I wanted to talk is to just catch you up on what's going on with Street Level Uprising and what you can expect from us in the future. So it was a good trip. We hadn't played our hometown of Lawrence, Kansas in over two years. We hadn't played any shows together in almost a year. And we'd only played four shows combined over the previous two years. COVID was devastating in a lot of ways to a lot of people. Everybody was touched by COVID. There's so many people lost their lives or so many people had loved ones who lost their lives. Um, And then, of course, it affected a lot of people's businesses, including music, people not being able to go out to shows and bands like us not being able to play shows, which really does pale in comparison to the loss of life. That's obviously number one. But it was good to get back out there with street level and and play again it's uh when you're a musician i mean this is what we do to not play shows is um it's it can be mentally and emotionally devastating to us to not do that so it was great to do it again played call valley public house and i'll tell you if you're a if you're a smaller band like us you're a band that that doesn't have hundreds of thousands or millions of fans and you come through lawrence kansas call valley public house is a great place to play uh, they really take really good care of musicians there. This is a place that's had live music from day one, and they always take good care of people there. So I would recommend Caw Valley Public House. Shout out to Jeff for uh, letting me book a little thing there on short notice. Played 6 o'clock last Saturday, and a lot of our friends came out, and Street Level got to play again. Shout out to Brian Davis, our photographer, who always comes out and takes a few shots. Um, it was really great to be back out there. Great to practice again with Street Level, even though we only had one practice. Still cool to jam with the fellas. So without much time to practice, we pretty much played a Street Level Uprising greatest hit set, as we call it, which is funny, because none of them are actually hits, but that's what we call them. We can call them that. We're working on a surprise, a secret surprise. I can tell you that it's related to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, or the, the war in Ukraine, whatever you want to call it. Uh, obviously I have some very strong feelings about what's going on in Ukraine right now. If you followed street level uprising at all, you probably know that Vladimir Putin's not someone that we would support in any way, uh, to say the least. We don't support autocrats, dictators, uh, oligarchs, or, or in any way, oppressive leaders of countries, especially one who invades another sovereign nation for that, that hadn't done anything wrong. We do have some strong feelings about that, and when we have strong feelings, we put them into tunes. So we do have something uh, we feel is an appropriate response to what's going on in Ukraine, and hopefully also something that will help uh, maybe raise a little money for humanitarian aid. So I will be talking more about that in the coming weeks. I could say that the issues in Ukraine are personal to me as someone who 
has partial Ukrainian heritage and as someone who has a lot of different partial heritage heritages as I do, um, one of which I, I believe is also Russian. Um, so one of my many, many, many uh, ethnic components, uh, one's Russian, one's Ukrainian. But it's not, it's not a personal thing. This is something everyone in the world should really be able to unite behind. Um, because we should be past this. We should be past nations making war. We should be past this kind of violence. We should be past civilian casualties. All of the things that are going on in this are things that we should be past. So hopefully this conflict ends. I'd like this conflict to end before we could even do the thing that I'm talking to you about doing. I've always said it would be great if the world puts street-level uprising out of business one day. Gives us nothing more to, to talk about. None of these horrible things that sometimes find their way in our songs. It would be nice if the world didn't give us those things to talk about anymore. And we're also in the middle of working on an album also, so got a whole lot of recording stuff going on. Summer might be a little late with Nate welcoming another baby in June. We're, we're not going to be doing any touring this summer. We might play some uh, Lawrence or Kansas City shows again this summer, but no real touring until the fall. And that's what's going on with Street Level Uprising right now. And while all of this recording and stuff is going on and all these other things, I'm also about to get ready to build my studio, which I've been wanting to do for years, build my own real studio, uh, as opposed to just using what we have at our disposal. Living in Florida now, I'm taking the garage and I'm doing a lot of construction in there and turning it into a, a hopefully a good quality studio. So I'm about to start that, about to get all the materials, find a couple suckers, I mean helpers to help me <laughs> build the thing and help lift all that drywall and all that stuff. So I'll keep you updated on, on that and the goings on in the studio after that. And I can finally move the Talking Reggae podcast into the studio instead of just interviewing people from the corner of the bedroom of our house. And did you know that you can get our dub EP absolutely free? This is a, it's like a secret special link. Can't get it on Spotify or Apple Music or any of that. Can't stream it. You can stream it from YouTube, but only with the secret link that I have. So if you go to streetleveluprising.com slash seven, that's the number seven, you can hear the WP absolutely free. It's, it's a thank you that we did for our friends, for the people who enjoy our music, and, and that's why it's free. But that's also why I'm not putting it on the streaming sites, because this is special. This is something for you. You took the time to dig into our music or come to one of our shows or listen to the Talking Reggae podcast. So it's just a thank you. It's, you. It's, a, it's a personal, private thing that you can check out that not everyone has access to. So go check that out, streetleveluprising.com slash seven. Also, while I was in Kansas City, Bill and I got to link up with a um, couple great people, man. Mateo Castillo of Youth Man Records went down to his studio, hung out, and also there got to hang out with his business partner, Mr. Joseph Straws, the original bass player of Midnight, a Midnight legendary reggae band formed back in 89, got to hang out with him there too. Had a really great conversation. It's Bill and I walked in and... Um, Mateo just started talking and Bill and I both had the same idea like, yo, flip on these microphones. Let's, let's make this a talking reggae podcast. So I should have that for you. Hopefully next week I'll have that up. Uh, I got to get the, the wave files from Mateo and, and turn it into the podcast, but 
really interesting thing. And I'll tell you, everywhere I go in this music world, I get to talk to fellow reggae musicians, fellow reggae fans. It's a blessing. It's, it's not, that word, you don't hear me use the word blessing used very much. I think it's overused, but that truly is a blessing to see all the people that come together around reggae music and the respect that people have for reggae. When I started this podcast, and I've gone over some of the reasons I started the podcast in the past, I'm not going to rehash that here, but one of the things I was curious with, with the new wave of American reggae bands that have come out in the past 10, 15 years, I'm a little bit older than them. So we don't have a lot of the same touchstones, or at least I wasn't sure if we had a lot of the same touchstones. We all came up on Bob Marley, obviously, but I came up on Steel Pulse, my, my favorite band still. Uh, bands like Wailing Souls, um, singers like Gregory Isaacs, you know, most of my reggae knowledge was rooted in the first three decades of reggae. Uh, and, then, and then into the 90s, you know, into the 90s with... Um, Dance hall stars, uh, you know, Buju Banton, Beanie Man, um, and then roots artists like Luciano. I got into Sublime at one point in the '90s because they were they were a fun band. But I was into reggae before Sublime. Sublime wasn't my gateway to reggae like I know it is to a lot of today's artists. So I wasn't sure the artists who came up on Sublime and Slightly Stupid Revolution. Um, who are already legendary artists in their own right. I wasn't sure if we had a lot of the same things in common. What I've found is the more of these younger artists that I talk to, it's like, yeah, okay, so I got into the reggae classics, the old school, whatever you want to call it. I got into that, and then I got into modern or, or American artists, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they did the same thing, they just did it in reverse. What I've loved to see is that most of these artists, even if they got into it in the other direction, got into it through bands like Slightly Stupid and Revolution, those bands led them back to the old school. And that's such a beautiful thing. Uh, and shout out to those bands who really, really tell their fans, really tell their listeners, yo, we didn't invent this. And here, look, this is where it came from. And Slightly Stupid does that by bringing out Don Carlos, or even more, more eclectic, bringing out Fishbone on the road. Revolution's bringing out Steel Pulse on the road this year. Shout out to those bands who are really trying to show the fans, the younger fans, the youth, where it came from. And it's been super great for me to see that uh, because it's about respect. Reggae, being able to play reggae music as an American, especially as white Americans, this is a privilege that we're, we're, we're being allowed and it, it must be respected. So shout out to all the bands and all the fans that respect reggae in the proper way. And kind of circling back, uh, it was a great conversation with Mateo and, and Joe Straws that we had there at uh, Youth Man Records in the studio. There's a respect for consciousness and a respect for the, the hardicle, the, the, the spiritual origins of reggae that I see from people like them and also from a lot of the artists. And even if artists don't really play that style, like, you know, not everybody can, not everybody should. It's just, you know, you, you have to play what's in your heart. And if, 
If your thing as an artist is to play party music, do that. If your thing as an artist is to get into the more spiritual, do that. If it's the conscious, do that. And you know, if you've ever listened to street level, we don't stray far from consciousness. And it's also uh, more on the militant end of consciousness. You could probably tell I, that I've listened to a lot of Steel Pulse, uh, that I've listened to a lot of Fishbone, a lot of, um, a lot of uh, Peter Tosh, a lot of bands and artists who focus on the conscious side. But the fact that even artists who don't go that way have so much respect for where that came from, that's huge. And it's appreciated. And we need to keep that going. We need to make sure that the scene incorporates consciousness and spirituality because those were founding motivations of reggae music. And yet, you know, some, some, folks, some folks like to claim that, that that's all reggae ever was. And that's not true either. There was always dance music. There was always party music. But more than any other style of popular music, reggae has roots in the spiritual in the consciousness, conscious lyrics, black liberation, anti-racism. So it's important to hold on to those roots and carry them forward. And, and a lot of the bands I've spoken to are, are doing a great job of doing that, or at least respecting it and trying to show their audience where these things came from. Respect. <laughs>